Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. What is beautiful? And today we are talking about growing your beauty business through the growth stages. There are four growth stages we're going to talk about. So excited you guys are here. So we're going to talk about the four stages of beauty business because what I'm seeing in, as you guys know, we just started the Elevate program and this is what I did. I geek out on the marketing, but also I geek out on like seeing people grow and have these wins. And so in our group, we are having, sometimes there's small wins, like book two more consultations this week and had more clients on my books. And sometimes they're like big wins, like open my studio or working towards opening my studio or what I call a big win is also like when you have that personal realization that you are the thing that's really holding yourself back in your business. I know, sit with it but we all do. So it's like we're having all these wins. And what I think what's really important is not only seeing the momentum of other people, but having that community around you to cheer you on. So I want to talk about the four stages of business because here we are in the, I think, some of the busiest times, right? I feel like the holiday season, like after Halloween, it is crazy. Does it feel like everything gets like turned up for you in terms of like your schedule? I mean, there's the holiday parties here in the States. We have Thanksgiving coming up. So we have all of these things. Yes. Yes. And so now it's just that, that feeling of extra things to do, right? It's excitement, excitement's in the air. Usually we our beauty business traditionally gets a little bit busier around this time. So hopefully you did the work where you're at least doing the work now, either you did the work in September and beginning of October, or you're doing the work now so that you're ready to capitalize on the holidays like December and really have the marketing to sell the gift certificates. And, and also January can be very busy too because a new you. And so you can really capitalize on that by saying, listen, you said all of 2019, you wanted to have some self-care, right? And now it's time to honor your word and come in. So we can really like start to get into this feeling of overwhelm. And then what happens is we start to put our business on the back burner. Like we're not building our business like we need to build our business. If we could go to sleepaway camp and just work on our businesses, we would all be so productive, right? But that doesn't happen because right now we are hashtag adulting, right? And if you're a parent, you're doing the hashtag parenting. And that is a whole different ballgame, which means that we're juggling like all of these different things, right? So it's hard to find the time. I think that's the biggest thing, finding the time. I feel like, of course, we can always say money too, but money is a renewable resource. Finding the time is really tricky, right? So I'm going to give you 
We're going to talk about the four stages of growing your business and where we can actually find time. And spoiler alert, it's actually making time, but you knew I was going to say that. <laughs> Anyways, and listen, I totally get it too, because I have my two kids, I have businesses, and, and life throws you curveballs. My daughter was at a play date to literally, they had the play date in my house. So it was chaos over here for a long time. And it was on Saturday. And then for one hour, they went to have dinner there and then come back here. And there was a trampoline accident and she twisted her ankle. I don't know. The doctor said it might have had a break in the growth plate. We can't see with the swelling. Whatever. The point is now she's on the crutches, the boot. And what does that mean? It means that she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. But it means that it takes extra time, right? That means that like I'm having to help her into the shower. She can't shower herself. We have to like carry her up the steps. It's just everything takes that much longer, right? Like I wanted to, after I picked him up from school yesterday, I wanted to run to the grocery store real quick and do something. But I was like, I can't with her and the crutches and the uh, the boot and all of that. So it's just like life throws us things, right? Can, you, can I get a witness? Do you guys hear me? You feel me, right? And so the point is we all have these things, right? We all have these life things that, that throw us curveballs. So let's talk about the four stages of growing a business. And we all go through these stages and you keep going through the stage. So the first stage is, and many of you will remember if you're not in this stage already, it's aspiration, right? This is when you're hit with the inspiration and you're first wanting to start your business. You're excited about growing. You're excited about everything that there is, right? Your mind is flowing right? With ideas. You enjoy the process. You're kind of loving life at this part, right? You're dreaming of taking the classes, all of the things, right? That is the inspiration. Okay. And that's a really good state to be in because the energy is just flowing, right? But then the next stage is when we have all the ideas. Now we need to do the research. And the next stage is education. Okay. So you might be there on your business now. So this is where you're like, okay, what do I need to do? So, and it might be, and again, this comes at, this is not just when you're starting a business, these, this cycle continues. So maybe you have already opened your business, but now you're thinking about being an educator. So you're like, okay, now I'm back at the planning stage, right? Because you're thinking about how can you grow your business to the next level? Or maybe you have a successful business, but you know, you need to step up your marketing, right? Remember, everybody is just one decision away from a completely different life right? And so if you make the decision to bring on some referral partner, that can really change your business, right? So when you're at that stage looking at doing educating or stepping up your referral partners, you're kind of getting back to that inspiration. You're thinking about all the what ifs. You're dreaming about how you can make your business better, right? You want to start doing more video in your business. And listen, if you have not made the decision to do more video in your business, I would say you need to commit to 2020. It's not a fad that's going away. And I know we all have those stories in our head about fear of judgment, but that's another video for another time. (laughs) But right now we're talking about just the growth stages. And so when you are thinking about, you know, taking your business to the next level, maybe you have some inspiration ideas, right? And then you start doing the education, which is the second stage. Now you're starting to do the research stage. You might also be going to conferences. You might be connecting with a mentor, right? Or really, you know, having a group, 
right? Having a group of support is so important. You're figuring out the research stage, guys, is so important. And this is the place that I like to skip over a bit. But the research stage is so important because you're figuring out what is going to be the best strategy and the best use of your time, right? You want to find out if you're doing education, you want to find out who's done it so you can learn from their mistakes. And that could be whether it's educating, being an educator, or it could be something as simple as video or whatever way you're wanting to take your business to the next level. Now, when you're in this education stage, there is in this research stage, there's a little bit of what I call a catch 22 because I find that people can sometimes get stuck here, right? So this is where people, they get stuck in passive action. So it feels like you're taking action because you're learning, but they're not applying it. I love conferences. Okay. I love the energy of a conference. I'm actually an introvert. I, if you guys know that I'm like right on the line. 50-50 introvert, extrovert. I just took another Myers-Briggs test yesterday just for the fun of it, actually last night. And same thing, this time I rated as a true introvert. Sometimes I'm usually like 51%, 49%, but it goes back and forth depending on my mood, but I'm very close. So conferences can be overwhelming to me, but I also like the energy and the connection that I get. But here's the thing, this year alone, I went to, I think I went to about nine conferences. So I was speaking at three different permanent cosmetic conferences, and then I attended, no, I was speaking at four different permanent cosmetic conferences. I was speaking at four, SPCP twice, and uh, two others. And then I went to six other business conferences, and I have one this weekend. It's actually my mastermind, which if you guys don't know what a mastermind is, it's where I pay to be a part of a group where they're all very successful entrepreneurs because I pay, I paid to be in that room, that access to their brain, <laughs> like that access to their knowledge, right? So when you get around other people, you can, and you might do this at conferences, you see what's working. So they tell you what's working for them and you're paying for access to them, right? You're paying for access to your peers. We have our Facebook groups, but it's just one of those things that we don't get into deep conversations to what's really working. But here's the thing, when you come home from those conferences, then you need to make yourself a list, right? We have all these pages of notes and then, you know, life takes over. We've got laundry, we've got all these other things to do and we don't get into the action, which is the third stage, okay? Which is the really key stage, the action. So we want to get into the action. So we have all these notes. One thing I do recommend is if you go to a conference or if you, you know, have any type of learning, even if it's just listening to this today, at the end, you take literally a minute. It takes 60 seconds and you write down the three takeaways from that or the three things that you are then going to implement, okay? The three action steps that you are going to have. So learning is great, but you have heard me say the expression that learners are earners, meaning they earn, right? The more you know, the more you're going to make. But the real money makers are the action takers, right? And I see this in my group. When we get into action, that's when the momentum starts to go. And what's crazy is, you know, it really does. I use the analogy of a snowball. It starts to just build and that momentum just keeps going, right? So that's when the action comes. So we talked about the first stage, which is always the fun stage. It's the aspiration and inspiration. We talked about the second stage, which is the education. 
right? But remember that if you don't apply the education, then it's not going anywhere. And if you leave the conference and nothing happens, then nothing happens in your business, right? Without marketing, our businesses will plummet. I don't care. You can be the best artist there is. You can have the best customer service. Your customer experience could be off the chains, off the roof, whatever analogy you want to have there, right? Whatever saying. It could be like the bomb diggity bomb. Kind of old, right? I need some new phrases. Okay, but here's the thing. So your customer experience could be amazing. Like your clients leave feeling like they are queen of England, right? Because you treat them so well. Like they come in, you give them a hug, you know, you offer like tea, drinks, coffee, espresso, champagne, whatever. Service is amazing. You give them your cell phone number, call me, text me anytime. Like that's your whole customer experience. You write them thank you letters, thank you notes for coming in. You follow up with them. That's a great customer experience. All of that can be great. And definitely that will get you some word of mouth. But unless you still get out there and do marketing and put your business out on social media or referral partners, unfortunately, the business will not grow. Because even though we rely on our customers to give us some word of mouth, people are busy, right? We're distracted. How many times have you been to a place and you were like, that customer service is amazing. That place is so good. I'm going to tell all my friends. And the next day you tell one friend and you forget. <laughs> like, have you ever done that? Like I have, I've done that where I'm like, that place was so good. I'm going to tweet it out. I'm going to put it on social media and I'm going to tell them they should all go to that place. And then I'm like, Ooh, I forgot to do that because we're busy. So we can't rely on our customers to do our marketing. We have to get into action, which is your third phase. So action. So what does that look like? So that is whatever you are committing to your social media, maybe doing two of the 30 actions you have. We leave with all those great ideas. I mean, we are on fire and ready to take on the world. And then life. <laughs> and then reality check, right? So what are the actions? Here's what I do. So not that what I do always works. You know, you guys have heard me say I have my 90-day goals. I always believe in chunking things down, right? So breaking it down. Then I look at what my big goal is, what I need to do each month. And then also what I need to do each week and then each day. I got the to-do list like everybody else, right? I got the to-do list of all the things. I had to go to the bank yesterday. I had to go to the grocery store. I have a doctor's appointment today. I have coaching calls. I got, you know, whatever. Everybody's got the list, right? But then I have to say, what is the one thing on this list today that moves the needle. And yes, it's a little play on words, but moves the needle in your business. What is your money-making task? What is going to bring clients in, right? And there's usually, you know, there's one thing you're like, okay. And it might be just something little, like you're like, oh, you know, posting on Instagram. I haven't been, I've been ghosting my Instagram for a while. Maybe it's reaching out to a client. Let me give you something that feels ultra uncomfortable. Are you ready for this? Okay. So you have a client that has been on your page and she's probably liked a few of your posts. Maybe she's commented here and there and you're just waiting for her to come in. What if you sent her a little message and say, Hey, I noticed that you have liked some of my posts and I know it feels a little creepy at first because you're like, I don't want to like stalk her. Like she has to do it in her own time, but just say like, I just want to see, are there any questions I can answer for you? 
right? What if you just said that? Like if somebody said that to me, like, oh yeah, you know, I just want to see if there's anything I can answer for you. And did a personal, like say their name. It's like, you could do a little video and just say, Hey, Laura, I just saw that you were on my page and you've liked a few of my posts. And so I'm guessing that you are into, you know, beauty or looking your best. I just want to see if there's any questions I could answer for you. Let me know, no pressure and that type of thing. You know, just something that like sometimes people are so afraid to just reach out and that can totally make the difference in getting a new client. I have students tell me that all the time when we get to the part in Elevate, our marketing course, where we get into referral partners, there's all these things that come up where people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to go into talk to referral partners. And then when they do, after they do talk to the referral partners, they're always like, I'm so glad I did. And then they usually also have stories about, you know, it's so funny because that referral partner said that she was actually thinking about reaching out to me. Right. And I love those stories because it's just like, that's the truth. We're all in our own head. Okay, so we talked about getting into action. You see, once upon a time, I used to be embarrassed that there are no curtains. We've lived here now going on two years and I still have not hung the curtains. <laughs> I have the curtains. I've had them for over a year and a half now. Yes, I still have boxes in the garage that we haven't unpacked. So yes, I'm totally keeping it real. At one point, I thought I'm embarrassed that this is my backdrop and it's not anything pretty, but I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it because I have to just move on. If I worried about all those things, I'd never, I'd never get anything done. Okay, so let me just tell you about the last stage. So we talked about action. The last stage is overwhelm, okay? And this is when we start getting into action. This, the overwhelm usually happens when we haven't done the work of the planning and the proper research. Like we're like, oh yeah, I think I got this. And you don't have like any strategy, like your quote marketing strategy is a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. It's like you try and make a cake without a real recipe. You're like, I believe there's a bit of flour in here. And I think there is maybe a pinch of salt and maybe an egg. <laughs> Look, that, I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's how I see people marketing their business. They're like, I think it's a little bit of Instagram, a lot of Facebook and a bit of word of mouth. <laughs> And there's no strategy. There's no intention. They don't know why they're posting what. They're just hoping and praying some clients come in. Hoping and praying that like cake turns out right. That's how people are doing their marketing. Okay, so this is what happens when you get in the overwhelm. When you get into it's just too much. And also this could be also when you just get bored of your business. Listen, I know people that are making a lot of money. They reach that six figures, seven figures in their business, and now they're kind of bored, right? Like every day is Groundhog's Day. And what they have to do is they have to get themselves back into inspiration and aspiration. So that's when you start to think of like, how can you build your business in a new way and get that creative going, energy going. So when you start to feel overwhelmed, you need to either move past it and get back into inspiration and aspiration of what is possible for you to build your business right? When you are in that flow, when you are in that energy, that's when it's all good. But don't skip over the research stage because that's really key. The two middle stages are the research and the action. But also if you're at that overwhelm to the inspiration and aspiration, you might just need to back that truck up and get back into the research and the planning and getting a real strategy that works, right? And just get some clarity, like what is really going to serve me? Like we all know you can't do everything. So where is your time and energy best spent? If like social media is not your gig, if you're like, I just can't stand it. 
I can't stand social media. Let me just also say on a side note, because I'm just, I'm full of like rabbit trails today. I'm just going to go down this rabbit hole. If you're planning on doing any advertising, it is going to get harder right now because we have two things that are happening. One, we have the holidays. And what does that mean? That means that there's less that advertising, if you spend money on advertising, it's more expensive now. Okay. That's why I tell you to do the work in September and October. Okay. Cause it's going to get more expensive. No joke. Facebook ads are going to get more expensive too. If you're doing Facebook ads, not only because, you know, this is supply and demand, the less inventory, the more of a demand, the less inventory, Facebook only has room for so many ads, right? And whose ad is going to win the ad with the biggest budget, but also the ad that gets the most engagement. So if you had a regular post that was getting a lot of engagement, like it already was proven to be like worthy or something that people liked. And then Facebook says, Oh, people already like this. The algorithm has already shown that people like this. And then you actually don't boost it. You go through the proper back end and you promote it. Don't, don't hit that boost button as, as tempting as it is. There's a way of doing it where you go through the back end so you can set the budget and you can actually set the targeting. So you do the right targeting. Don't let Facebook decide how to spend your money. You need to decide how to spend your money with the right targeting. But anyways, that's a side note, but that's going to get more expensive because like I said, the holidays, but here's the other thing for the U S we are in the election season, the political season, right? We see it all away. Today's election day. So as the political season, those people are getting more ads. So know that those ads are going to be more expensive. So we have to be more strategic on where we put our time and money because ads are going to be more expensive, whether it's local or Facebook and Instagram and so forth. And guys, and you can still get cheap ads. If you do Instagram story ads, Instagram story ads are cheap, right? If you're doing them right. Okay. So there's ways of doing ads, but you have to be doing it right. And not wasting money. You have to have your marketing message on point and a way for people to come to you so that they don't just look at your stuff and then, you know, I call it the Google slap where you do the advertising, you spend the money and then they go and they Google it and find it for cheaper. <laughs> so you need to give them a reason to come to you. That's all in your marketing message. Anyways, that was a side rabbit hole trail, whatever you want to call it. Let's go back and recap. So stage one is the inspiration and aspiration. This is where you're feeling good. Maybe you're thinking about putting together a new customer experience. Maybe you're thinking about putting together a, a gift certificate incentive. Maybe you're going to partner with somebody in your community, like a store or a referral partner or something like that. Get into that inspiration and aspiration of what you need to do to finish Q4. That's quarter four. That's what we're in right now. Finish it strong. Then we got to do our due diligence and we got to figure out how you're going to get there. You got to give yourself one thing each day. What's the one thing? What's that one domino that gets you closer? improve 1% each day, that's 365% over the year, right? So sometimes these baby steps, like you're not going to run a marathon when you're just starting. So give yourself the grace to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. And set that time, carve that time out because we don't magically become unbusy in our life. There's not going to be a time we always think in January, that's when it's going to all come together. No, it doesn't happen that way. There's not a time where you magically get 28 hours in a day. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. So figure out what's going to move the needle forward. Going to get into the aspiration and inspiration. We're going to get into the education. 
right? You have to do your research to figure out what is going to be your one path. You hear me talk about guys keep on building a million bridges and finish a bridge, right? Like you got half of a bridge here, half of a bridge here. You need to build a whole bridge to get yourself to the other side. Focus on this one thing. Um, and that's what we were just talking about with my students last week on our coaching call. We were just talking about that if you could offer other services, but your marketing needs to be focused, right? You need to be the power of one with your marketing. The power of one is so important in marketing. All right. So you have your education and your research stage is number two. The third stage is action, getting into action taking that one step and getting out of the fourth stage as quick as possible, which is the overwhelm or bored or frustration, getting out of that stage when you feel confused, when you're upset, when all of these things, you didn't spend enough time in the research. So now you feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. You need to get that clarity and get back into um, inspiration and action and research. Okay, that's all I have for you today. I know it's not like the normal do this on Facebook or things like that, but it was something that was kind of on my heart. And I thought with the busy holidays and political season and all of these things, distractions coming at us, what do we need to do to build our business in the Q4 to hit those goals that we made? Remember at the beginning of January, we got two months, we got to finish strong. And what do we need to do to bring it for 2020, right? Build a bridge and get over it. <laughs> no, but build a bridge. It's true. Like, you know, if you're here and your goal is over here and you keep on having all these half-built bridges, you're not going to get there. So, yes, build a bridge. Keep building that bridge and get over yourself <laughs> to get there. That's what I have for you guys today. I'm so glad. Think, write down right now after we get off this call in about two minutes. Here's my call to action for you. First of all, if you haven't shared this, I really would appreciate it. Your call to action is to write down what is your one thing for today? What is your one thing that is moving your needle, that is building your bridge, whatever it is, write that down. What's that one thing that you are going to take action on and let me know. Send me a message and I'll keep you accountable. Thank you again for joining me. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.